Welcome to the Socket and Spin Podcast. That's right, that's right. We are going live on the Socket and Spin Podcast for the first time ever in the history of uh, our podcast. We're only four episodes in, but it still feels like a lot longer. Uh, we've got a fun pack show tonight, but first of all, uh, quick hello to Rob and Maka. Hello. 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 But they've had to dial in because we're in self-isolation. Uh, but Little firstly, visuals. yeah, hey, joy, the joys of self-isolation. Uh, firstly, I just want to say a few words. To be honest, I sound quite cheery, but it's not really an ideal set of circumstances. I'm missing the faces of my two co-hosts today, and it's, it's not really fair. Um, I want to start off with a massive thank you. To everyone who's sat listening at home now, especially if you've got beer in your hand, because you're doing your bit to help save lives uh, by staying at home and self-isolating. You're keeping the key workers looking after what they need to be looking after. So, quick, you know, quick round of applause to you work. guys. Good work. Well done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other thing I do want to say before we kick off as well is, um, under these uh, under these terrible circumstances, the bands that you're about to listen to, they ain't got any gigs at the minute. So if you like what you hear. Don't, don't, don't just stream it. Don't just put it on YouTube. Buy the song, or better yet, buy the album. And I'm going to kick off with Blackburn's Sky Valley Mistress. Get with a feeling like a tent
That was the inimitable Sky Valley Mistress. Uh, they've just got a brand new album out called uh, Faithless Rituals, which is well worth a listen. And lads, I've got a couple of cool yeah. facts about it. You're going to like have these you? facts. I have. We're not, e- we're not even on fact round yet, and I'm going straight in oh, there. Well, just... One second, let me just stand up. I think I need to be sat down for this. Right, go on. <laughs> So uh, that was actually recorded in uh, in LA. Uh, in the it sounded right... like it was actually. Yeah, it, it was actually. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell you can, you, it's got that LA sound to it. Uh, it was recorded at yeah, the Rancho. Yeah, you can hear the Hollywood sound. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> You can tell. Yeah. Uh, it was recorded at the Rancho de la Luna, which for the musically profound among us will know. Uh, that's where Queens of the Stone Age uh, recorded most of their albums, and where Arctic Monkeys recorded Humbug. Yeah, but are they happy? They they are. They had a, they actually had a barbecue with the Arctic Monkeys while they're out there. Kid That's you not? Awesome. No, no, kid you not. Uh, if if you're listening, Russell will be listening. He'll tweet in. I was talking to him about it the other day. Um, it was also produced by Dave Catchin, who you might know from. Uh, do you remember Songs for the Death? Yeah, yeah. Queens of the Stone Age album. Do you remember the little radio interludes they had? Yes. It was all like it was on a radio station, and there was one bloke where we went... Dave Catching here? Not saying goodnight. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. That's Dave Catching that produced that record. I thought someone had hacked in then. <laughs> <laughs> Tapped into the feed. I thought it got hacked. Yeah, so that's, that, that was Sky Valley Mistress's uh, Faithless Rituals. I suggest mm. you give the album a listen, because it's absolutely belting. Uh, and they asked me to play Lost in Shock, so I thought I'd open the podcast with it today. Anyway, moving <laughs> on from those facts, uh, one to our first feature. What is it? It's the Suckers and Spin Letter of the Month. And this month's letter is... It's the letter E. Pass me an E, will you, Macca? Yeah, cavity, please. Good. Cavity, please, Rob. <laughs> More even, uh, yeah, you can have one. What was You've one been one waiting one? to get to the left, haven't you? Sick of these jokes. I've been, I've been, I've had that joke teed up for weeks. Um, what was yeah. the TV show that used to say that? Teed up for weeks. 
Yeah, nice. That was good, that, Rob. Once again, um, uh, suck it and spin don't condone, don't condone drugs, obviously. No, we don't, obviously. Um, what was the what was the TV show that that was off? Kevin, please, Bob. Um, blockbuster. Blockbuster. No, was, that was it, yeah. 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 I was going to say countdown, but that'd be so much easier if you could pick your letters. <laughs> 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 We'd still end up coming out with cats. You <laughs> 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 have a C and a C, and that's me. You get, you, get as, you get as far as can I have a C, a U, and then uh. <laughs> So, Rob, don't, don't the letter <laughs> Rob, the letter E. Who have you got for us this week? Um, I have chosen the um, king of rock and roll. It's Elvis or Pelvis. Elvis or uh-huh. Pelvis. Not uh, Elvis Costello. Not Elvis Costello. No. He's a bit boring. You're He's a bit boring. Um, um, no, no, I know. I've, I've, I've <laughs> I've researched him. He's a bit boring. Elton John, yeah, he loved his drugs. Um, Which we don't condone. So. Fun fact for you. Why does he wear lilac? Uh, it makes him look fattening. Yeah, because otherwise he looks anorexic. I yeah, uh, but make, he never wears lilac. Makes him look yeah. fattening. What, like, is he, you're going to consume too many calories and put on weight if you ate him? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It makes him, like, in pictures. Yeah, it makes him look not fat. Flatter, he's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Fattening, flattening. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what? You I'm on like the second gin, baby. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, who are you talking anyway, about? Tell me uh, some stuff about, about Elvis. Elvis Presley. Um, he nicknamed his, um, his penis Little Elvis. <laughs> Straight off the bat there. Um, absolutely loved it. Yeah? Um, Why Little? What would you give your... Right, without saying Little Rob, what would you nickname your penis? Um, the Master Blaster. Uh, that is very good, DJ. What can I see me? Maka? Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> On a quest for a ring. <laughs> good, good banter, that. Coid? Uh, Clint, Clint Beastwood. <laughs> the, good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the coid. <laughs> Clint Beastwood sounds like someone you'd book at fucking Butlins. <laughs> Doing all the favourites from Neil Diamond. Elvis Costello. Sweet Caroline. Um, <laughs> Elvis, he recorded more than 600 songs. Famously, he didn't write any of them. Right. Did he write a single one? No. Um, he... So he, he was just a pretty face then? He was just a pretty face. Um, right. Everyone said that um, he never played a, a concert outside the US. They were lying. Um, he did a three-day tour of Canada in 1967. Was, was, <laughs> he went as far afield as Canada. Yeah, that, yeah, it's, not, it's hardly exotic, is it? Yeah, it doesn't even well, cross an ocean. Well, new, there's new... a reason behind this. So, oh. Elvis had a famous manager called Colonel Tom Parker. Uh, Simpsons, Simpsons fans will um, will uh, get it from the Colonel Homer when he manages to lean Lumpkin. Oh, right. yeah. So Colonel Tom Parker um, picked up Elvis, got him to all these radio stations, got him a record deal. Apparently a bit of a notorious bastard. Um, apparently he was an illegal immigrant from Holland. Um, so if he ever okay. left the US, he'd never get back in. Yeah, but he risked it all for Canada. But he risked it all for Canada. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, um, he he's a bit of a bastard. He took 50% of Elvis's earnings Shit. straight out. 
Um, and then made his own. Then he is... made eleven brands of uh, eleven varieties of his own herbs and spices. <laughs> yeah, did that as well. Cool. Um, yeah. And apparently, he he once had um, he once bought a shitload of sparrows, painted them yellow, and sold them as canaries because apparently canaries were going expensive at the time and made a shitload of cash. Funny you should say that, because I was going to do a shout-out later on to any small businesses struggling through this time to just buy loads of sparrows and yellow paint um, and sell them on. I'm more, so, I'm, more, I'm more concerned about the poor bastard that went down a mine with a yellow-painted sparrow. <laughs> I mean, you never saw him again. <laughs> Oh, Willie Bill, you always have been in that now for 15 years. <laughs> Ain't um, nobody seen him. Are we any more facts, Robert? Are we going to play the track? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, we've got loads. we got loads. Oh, um, I'm burning for facts. He's hit Heartbreak Hotel. It was a song inspired by a newspaper article about local suicides in a hotel. Um, okay. Always, always nice on here. Um, Re- reference Elvis had a 1960 hit with It's Now or Never. Um, it inspired a prisoner who heard it in jail, and this prisoner vowed to pursue a career in music upon its release. Can you tell me who this artist was? Mungo Jer- Jerry. Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> Not Jerry Lee Lewis. And Lamar. Jerry. Not Lamar. Lamar. What about Nelly? Oh, I'm 50-50. Yeah. No. It's Nelly's plaster. Yeah, it's Nelly. It's got to be Nelly. <laughs> Nelly's plaster. Yeah, he wore, pl- he wore a plaster under his eye for a yeah, few no, years. Just so you know. Anyway, carry It was Barry White. Fuck oh, off, it was really? Barry White. Barry White, yeah. When he wasn't seducing snakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another I love the sexy of snake. Is that true? So, Barry White heard it in jail and was like, I'm going to make something of myself now. Yeah. Didn't even know that yeah, Barry White had been in- arrested. <laughs> Did- he was serving a four-month sentence, bonus fact. Why was he serving a four-month sentence? For being too sexy. Yeah, I'm about to no. say it's going to be sexual. No. <laughs> well, it's got to be sexual. Arson. I don't know. Arson. I don't know. Uh, he was stealing tyres. Fuck off. Yeah, there you go. Holy make it all go around. Can you, imagine, um, can you imagine being in court with a Michelin man testifying against you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got, I've got some, I've got some more, a couple more. Go on, um, a couple more, and then we'll do the encore. He's distantly related to uh, former US presidents Abe Lincoln and Jimmy Carter. Um, what you going to say, Jimmy Carr? Then no, <laughs> that would have no, been a good no. fact. Um, he had a twin. Uh, oh, you'd be devastated being Elvis's twin. Not, not because he died. But... <laughs> Uh, why, how did he die? Did he die young or did he die like, after Elvis was famous? Uh, he died at birth. Oh, right, okay, so he never got That's to see. That's not really right, having a twin, that. is it? That's like... I mean, it is. I mean, it is, I mean, definitely. It is. I mean, it is. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, so I'll do one more and then we'll play it. We'll play oh, it could you imagine him and Elvis as a double act? That would have been sick. <laughs> you imagine? Uh, Elvis <clears throat> apparently wore a cross, the Star of David, the Hebrew chai symbol around his neck at all times. Edging his bets. Yeah, some, well, someone <laughs> said to him, why are you always wearing that? And he went, well, I won't miss out on heaven due to a technicality. Yeah. So, yeah, fair fuck for you. Yeah, yeah. Fair fuck. <laughs> Is that right, then? So you wore yeah. all of the things. 
literally okay. had these bets. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. in case. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, do, you want to, do you want to play that song? Well, what we're playing, play Robert? music. Uh, we're going to be playing um, probably one of his most famous ones, Jailhouse Rock. That's yep. also about having sex with men in prisons. So with Barry yeah. White in particular, or just <laughs> the, gen- the general Barry, population? He'll, he'll, cut you, he'll put you in two, but um, <laughs> just the general population. <laughs> right, this one's by Elvis Presley. It's called Jailhouse Rock. So that was that was Elvis Presley with Jailhouse Rock, the king himself. Um, as is customary, Robert, for anyone who usually listening to listens to us, can we get the encore of fact? One more fact. One more fact. One more fact. Of course. Um, of course. Of course. Um, Elvis. Notorious fat bastard in his later years, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Died, died on the toilet. On <laughs> Do you know what he used to eat? He used to eat uh, burgers with peanut butter and jam on them. I remember that. That yeah, was like oh, his favourite sandwich. The best of both worlds. He did. Um, but Elvis, you know, he always wore that white suit as well. Oh, yeah. I think I know why. Go on. Uh, he's got a black belt in karate. 
So he's used to wearing white robes all the time. Really? He's been kicking people's <laughs> ass. Is, is he, is he, no, seriously, has he actually got a black belt in karate? Because that's how, that one sounds made of wrong. Oh, is it? Yeah, did he train for it? He's got a black belt. Did he train for it? Or is it when, like, Peter Kay gets an honorary degree from Salford? <laughs> like, is it? No, 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 he trained for it. He trained for it. He's got a black belt in karate. Right? Ah. Oh. That would have been good. If he'd lived a bit longer and they cast him as Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid, that would have been a much better film. Never Just seen it. Ah! Never seen it. you never seen Karate Kid? Are you... no. Right, stop the podcast. We're going to go right. watch Karate Kid. <laughs> Rob, Rob's seen three films in his life, Macca. We've been through this. Yeah. And none I mean, of them are the Karate Kid. Lethal Weapon 4. Fucking hell. It's not even the best Lethal Weapon film. <laughs> Cool. Anyway, anyway moving on, we have. And now for Socket and Spins Month in Review. Yes, yes, yes. It's that time of the month uh, where we look back at this month's. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. Uh, where we look back at this month's gigs that we all went to. And we've been to quite a few, haven't we? We managed to. Uh, Managed to get a few extra ones in the bud, really, before uh, COVID took hold, uh, including the mm. one uh, Gaffer Tape Sandy where all the staff were in full PPE. Uh, which I commend. That was so I, fucking funny. Yeah. I, com- I, yeah, commend, I, I commend SJM for making sure that their show rep was in full PPE to welcome people to that show. Uh, obviously, mm. looking after the uh, looking after the, the good people mm. of Manchester there. Um, but yeah, who've we, we, we seen? Who've we seen, Rob? As well as as well as Gaff Tape, Sandy. Um, we went to see Thumper. We did go to see Thumper. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of Thumper, um, they are a. It's six a rabbit t- in a film, isn't it? It certainly it is. is. It is. I'm not sure. To, I'm not sure whether that's where the namesake comes from. But um, Thumper, were they a six piece? Uh, I feel like they were a six no, piece. No, yes. Yes, they, had, they were, yeah. Two drummers. Two drummers, drummer. two drummers, three guitarists, a bassist, and then most of them were singing. Uh, and two mullets as well. Yeah, there was more than two yeah. mullets on that. That the guitar the lead guitarist mullet counted for five. He had for the, uh, if anyone wants to do a little quick bit of Googling at home, the lead guitarist of Thumper um has this phenomenal mullet that has grown at the back in such length that it now has to be tied in a dreadlock that reaches his waist. Now, that's just commitment, that, isn't it? Yeah. Commitment. I mean, fair fucks to you. That takes a long time to be able to grow something that impressive, so... This was also the gig macker that... um... Jacob, the saviour of gigs, the, the patron saint of gigs. <laughs> I, I believe after this gig, they've built a statue of you outside, night people. I am night person. Holy, <laughs> the night person. The uh, night person. The guitarist was a bit. The guitarist was a bit wild, and then he was going for it, and he dropped his guitar pick. And then halfway through a song, Boyd picked it up. I went to give it him halfway through a song, and the fellow was like. Throw it on the floor. He's waving it in front of him. When I've got you. <laughs> I wasn't waving it in front of him. And it was straight after. He dropped it. He looked round. I, I picked it up and just put it on top of his pedal board for him. He'd blown that. And hello, came, come forth, the patron saint of gigs. <laughs> right there, you dropped your clip. I swear. I swear you two. Yes, just yes. Do you only come to gigs with me so you can <laughs> take the mick out of me? 
Um, but all in all, it was a class gig. They were fucking, they were amazing. Well, that they, get... they had such stage presence. Yeah, they? yeah, they did, they did, yeah. they did. They did, that... That, they did that cover, didn't they, of Natasha Bedingfield? They unwritten. did. The rest yes, is still did. unwritten. That was fantastic. Yeah. It was. It was really um, good. Um, so shall I play him? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Yeah, play something. Well, this single was out uh, a few weeks ago now. It was actually out the night after we saw them. So we were probably the last people to ever hear it live before it was released on record. Um, it's an absolute banger. It's called Ad, Ad Nauseam. I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Ad Nauseam. Uh, it's been out for a couple of weeks, but if you like it, once again, go out and get it.
was Thumper with their new single. Well, fairly new single. It was out a couple of weeks back. Uh, Ad nauseum. I mean, we heard it before it was mainstream. Yeah, yeah. We, we heard it before it was even released. Yeah, we, if it wasn't for Corey saving that gig, no one would have actually heard that. I think the band would have split up there and then. I hate you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes I'll give him the pitch. I'll go on tour with them. We'll support the Rolling Stones. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Are you, are you done? I'm, not, I'm just sorry I was caught. Are, are you done? <laughs> Can I, can yeah, we're done. we're done. We're done. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, that was. Not quite. Um, before we go on to our next segment, I do want to give. Uh, in fact, we're still in the same segment. But before I proceed with the segment, I do want to give a big shout out to everyone listening. Uh, we're at peak listenership now. We've never had this many live listeners before. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank God for self isolation. I know. I'm about to say it's great, but it's not. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna pretty boring. Gonna list off some names. Rolf Harris is on here. Good night, mate. Good night, mate. Alex Turner as well. He's joined. Alex, yeah, I've got an Alex Turner on it. <laughs> Alex, please message us and let us know about the next album. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where Sky? One, you're if if you're listening, book. Alex, were Sky Valley Mistress really at a barbecue with you? Get in touch. Or just ring in and have an interview. Yeah. yeah. Go on, you're doing now. Plenty of time. <laughs> what else can you um, do at the minute? What else can we do? Dean, you're listening. Thanks very much. Go on, Dean. The voice of God. Yeah. For for those of you who don't know, Dean's our new voiceover man. Um, And you'll hear hear some more from him. (laughs) Voiceover man. Sounds like the worst X-Man ever. (laughs) (laughs) With the the magic power to narrate things that are happening. Yeah, that's Cody and his petty for voiceover man. Anyway, Spe- can help sorry. Ollie's here as well. Yes, Ollie. Spe- bad self. Special skill narration. Uh, Yaz is here. Sabotage. All, all your hits are here. Clang. All your fucking hits. Peanut. Peanut's here. Peanut. Peanut. The old peanut. When he's when he's you not when he's not drumming for the Kaiser Chiefs, he actually stops and tunes into our show. It's good of him. Is it? Yeah, is dr- peanut. The drummer of the yeah. drummer of the Kaiser Chiefs is called Peanut. It was him and Ricky yeah. Martin, not Ricky Martin, Ricky Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a super band. <laughs> and Ricky Martin and the Kaylee guy from Top Loader. <laughs> the Kaiser Kings. Um, mm. that, yeah, if, if you're out there, that's... <laughs> it'd be a great Kaiser Chiefs tribute band, that, wouldn't it? Like Ricky Martin's career's bottomed out in fact i've got a good facts about tribute bands in the midst of all this covid all this covid epidemic so basically i work in ticketing and basically if you had if you (laughs) if your headline band pulls out the customers are legally entitled to a refund even if the show continues however and this is a little known fact if you replace the headline band with the tribute act nobody's entitled to a refund that's fucking brilliant. So Fuck what you could off. do is book Beyonce to play the MEN, and when she doesn't turn up, you could get Witness's best Beyonce tribute act <laughs> to play I'll, in a I'll place and still keep 80 quid a ticket. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll call myself Beyonce, and I'll run down stage and I'll figure out. Fun fact about me, genuine fact, about 
four, five, six years ago, something like that, I, I performed Bootylicious to a crowd of 200 people at Left the Cube in Manchester for charity. Really? And I had two backing dancers, and I, halfway through the song, but he goes, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I had a basket full of jelly, and I was just launching it at people because I couldn't really sing. So I just decided, when it was like, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I hit a clinical Literally neck in the face jelly. with it. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, packets of jelly. It wasn't like cooked jelly, anyway. That, anyway that's, no, even less, that's even less believable. That's even less believable. That's even less Can believable we go than the tribute the band. music, please. Back to the music. <laughs> <laughs> now, a, a listenership please. just dropped through the floor. We've, we've not got anyone listening anymore. Nice one, guys. No, everyone's uh, gone. Everyone's gone. Um, well, what else have we been up to? We went to see Gaffer Tape Sandy. Brilliant. We did. We did. Really we've got a top gig. We've got a little interview with them later on that we'll play. We I have. Um, we'll, we'll play that shortly. Um, we'll play another yeah. tune first, though. Uh, we went to a sabotage gig, didn't we, Rob? A sabotage gig. We right. did, indeed. Klein we did. Uh, Maka, you didn't come to this one, did you? No, no, I was um, it's not, not like there. you. It's not like you. You're usually yeah. at every gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing was, I said to him, I was like, yeah, I will be there. Don't you worry. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, no, I can't go. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening, Alexis, Mac is really sorry that he didn't come. Uh, we definitely I'm invited not, him. I'm really, I'm really, I stayed in and watched Big Daddy on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a great night at Gullet. No, it did sound mint. No, it looked yeah. mint. It looked mint. So who was on again, Rob? The... Um, we it's had on... Man Alicia. Yeah. Uh, it was the opening band. Uh, we had um, Self Help. Um, from Oxford, and we had Italian 90 from think, London. Italian 90 is one of my favourite band names. I love yeah. that. No, love, that all, name. uh, love going to Marcus Agassi um, in yeah. South East London. Big up to Newcross on that one. The uh, the the had a really cool brand. All like the branding was like sort of European football badge esque. It, it was. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, know that? You know bands FC. Were, were they the one? Were they the ones who looked like uh, this is England? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were cool, man. They were cool. Well, I checked them out afterwards because uh, I couldn't go to the gig. So, but, do you yeah. know? Do you know bands FC band. who do all like the the logos that like football badges, but like merged into band logos? Yeah, yeah. You, Mark, are you know, you took me to the exhibition. Yeah, yeah. That's the. Uh, What's it called? Oh, fucking. Oh, it had a really catchy name, like football badges merged into logos. It's bands FC. I said it three times. Yeah. They had a really good Wu Tang Clan t shirt. Yeah, they <laughs> wanted to buy. But anyway, that's his tale for another time. That's um, that's for the so rap yeah. that's for the rap and hip hop podcast. Yeah. That is. So yeah, we put them on, they were class. Um and, Yeah, it was a class yeah, night, man. Really good night, really we packed out Gulliver's, so yeah, it was class, really good. Amazing, amazing. Uh, shall we play well, one to you. Yes. Shall we play one Thank from you. one of the bands? Uh, I think we shall, shall I we? Let's do it. I think we should. My favourite band that, that night... triangle button. My p- favourite band that night were Self Help. Uh, I must admit, I was completely blown away by them. Uh, yeah. Really good band, really good booking. Uh, I really enjoyed them. So, uh, which song... I think, do- the, I think the best thing you can say about Self Help is they sound like Self Help. They don't really sound like anyone that you've really listened to. Like The track that we're going to play, Milkshake, doesn't really sound like anything else they've ever done. And it just it's quite exciting. The 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 sets aren't just oh you sort of know what a basis will be. Mm. It's it's sort of almost left field, really good. Really mm. enjoyed their set. Really uh, good lads, really enjoyed mm. it. Amazing, amazing. Well, I'll uh, take it away. This one's called Milkshake and Spice Self Help. <laughs> 
truth to antiquated Kyrie BS cause we don't take it severe animosity to the atrocity of raw ideas that make up a philosophy which is for animal our base and life out of whose violence is obviously rife you're walking around but you don't have a clue yelling sex is slurred until you turn blue you ever Keeps me alive, she's angry now though Why the sun grows, don't believe it's real Or it's just my body, are you Be the first to go and are you Waiting in joy to show Cause many knees, you can't spell B That's B's of a D-U-T-I-C Way west to K, I'm away to the hall Watching your brain now and you're strip your heart Thinking you're superior from the one skin You're not the center, you are the sin See it on me, don't try to pierce See it on me, don't try to pierce The damage you're doing with your sanity Silicon Valley to Ali Bali From Uncle Bobby to Auntie Franny They all know of you and you don't crew You fight free speech when you don't move You're the majority of the minority Fucking equality, getting lobotomy Repping misogyny, kicking derogatory Massive calamities, it's all for sorts of idiocy Wants to vary, it attacks you Lots of taboo, hateful activity Rights up in front of me, shameful to poverty Your nationality, used as a weapon To hide your stupidity and your validity Just a big joke to me, justification of all Frustration, capacity, inspection, I need your innovation It won't make it better for you, the effect of come off of a better That makes you a sender of hate Try pitying, learn around you, don't sound at the end there they are a properly bonkers band um i've got yeah. to say i really like them that tune as well um if you if you get chance uh this is to the listeners not to the host um if you get chance give them a, give the rest of the stuff a listen because it's so rad- like they've got so much of a radically different sound from one song to another uh they seem to mm. meander through through genres like no man's business uh so yeah that was self-help Give them a listen. And all round good people. Oh, yeah, they were absolutely lovely, weren't they? You were chatting to that lead guitarist for hours. Man, I was just like, what pedal have you got? Tell me what pedals you've got. You <laughs> <laughs> love a pedal. Absolutely loves a pedal. He loves a pedal, <laughs> mate, honestly. He had loads of... He had, like... Honestly, he had bare pedals, mate. Like, loads. Oh, pedal bins. Fucking oh. Pe- pedals for oh, days. Oh, um, so, yeah. Pedals for days. <laughs> Um, Pedals Premium is free now, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) In light of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Crikey. We also also went to Yes. 
We did go to uh, Yes, didn't we? We did. Uh, again, obviously, we just live in Yes. Uh, we went to watch another Sabotage gig, didn't we? We did. Again, I didn't go. Clang. Yeah. You were down on the list. I put you both down on the list. Yeah, I was down, uh, I was down, but I, I think it was a Friday, wasn't it? No, it was a Saturday. Oh, right, yeah, I didn't want to go. Yeah, it couldn't be out. No, but, <laughs> but I would have been doing something. I would have been doing something. Watching uh, Big Daddy 2. Yeah, Big Daddy 2. <laughs> the the three, paternity test. We had abs, three absolutely amazing bands on. Um, Lamode, Legs, They Are Here. We, we absolutely smacked. Again, sold out. So, yeah, big up to, to those three bands who were... You know, absolutely amazing, and everyone seems to really enjoy That's themselves. It. And it was pretty much one of the last things that happened before everyone shut. Well, yeah, mm. that was just it was the week before we went back to yes the day for, for Gaffer Tape. Was it the day before Gaffer Tape? It was the day before. It was, it was the, the day, day before, before yeah, Gaffer yeah. Tape, and yeah, then that's why you did the interview because I was pretty rough after that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I couldn't come down. Do you I remember? Come down that. I was busy. Um, yeah, it was quite, I've been, before we get on to Gaffer, um, I've been to a gig that you two didn't go to. Sorry, I, I went for a solo. Uh, I think Natalie from Loose Articles is listening tonight. So thank you for the guest list because it was absolutely wall-to-wall sold out at oh, Death Institute. Oh, did you go uh, Deja Vega? I went to Deja Vega, baby. Um, for the, for oh, the, nice. For the regular listeners to our humble Cheers, podcast. Nat. Thanks for that. Cheers, Nat. Yeah. Um, Kids the, crying now. <laughs> For the regular <laughs> listeners to our humble podcast, you'll have heard Deja Vega in episode one, uh, where their song "Mr. Powder." That's another album that you need to go out, listen to, and possibly buy if you like it. Because once again, nobody has got any gigs at the minute, and it's a total nightmare. So, to be yeah, fair, even if you don't like it, just go buy it. Yeah, it's seventy-nine p for a track in it, man. You know yeah, just mean? do that. Just be nice. You can't even get pick a mix for that nowadays. Exactly. Exactly. And a song well, lasts longer than pick any of the royalties. Oh. A, a song. Oh, like, don't buy it then. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, in which sorry. case, we're all doomed. Everyone just stop making music. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to do my bit there, but we'll move on. Anyway, we said before we went to see Gaffer Tape Sandy before they played Yes. It was pretty much curtain call for gig venues in Manchester, which is really unfortunate. Um, however, uh, we did get to catch up with them. We played them on last month's episode. Uh, we played their song Beehive. Uh, yeah. They've got an album out called Family... Oh, Beehive. Yeah, Beehive. Nice. Uh, they've got an album out <laughs> called Family Mammal, which is amazing. But we uh, we managed to actually catch them before their show at Yes, and this is what happened. So this is Jacob from Suck It and Spin. We've got Gaffer Tape Sandy here with us today uh, on the eve of their show in Manchester at Yes. Um, how's, how's the tour been so far, guys? Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, really good. Every night's been awesome. Yeah. Where, where, where have you been so far? Uh, so we kicked it off in Brighton. Yeah. And then we went from Brighton to Birmingham. Birmingham to... Oh, my God. Somewhere. Oh, Sheffield. 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 Yeah, Sheffield. That's it. And then... Here. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's all like, yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And uh, what's what's been your favourite date so far? Is it one that's uh, I imagine Brighton was the whole time show. So yeah. Yeah. I think I think my one of my favourites was Birmingham because okay. the Brighton one was amazing because like it's hometown, all of our friends there. It was just great. But then Birmingham was, I think Birmingham sold out as well, and mm. that just felt a bit different because it's not 
we're not from there and we've yeah. never headlined there before so we didn't expect that well, yeah it's kind of awesome when you see all your friends like at the gig but then it's kind of even more special if you see them like you're out of town and then it still sells out amazing yeah. you know actually doing something out of town that's getting to more people uh, i can imagine it's always better to see a, a cloud be unfamiliar face yeah definitely yeah that's yeah, yeah, weird because obviously it's great to see your friends in there but yeah if you don't know anything it's quite awesome <laughs> Hopefully there'll be plenty of people in Manchester. Today. Yeah. Have you have you played in Manchester before? Yeah, once. We did it on our first tour with Indoor Pets. We played at the Deaf Institute. Oh, that was, that was great. Like a really shaky stage. That's why, <laughs> that's why I remember from that venue. Like it was like a, like a fancy castle. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, we loved it there. Yeah. So also, that was like one of our favorite nights on the tour. So hopefully tonight is going to get. Fingers crossed that even, even better. Bit. So your debut album, Family Mammal, that was out last year. How was that gone down? Did you be with that with the uh, results? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was the first thing we ever did with Alcopop. Um, yeah. And I think they just pushed it really hard for us. And we're so happy with just how it came out physically. Like, you know, we love seeing our work on vinyl and to have it, you know, full 12 inch. It's just yeah. like, it feels like such an accomplishment. Just having like the moment when it comes and it's in front of you and you're like, ah, we did this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. It was quite a long time in the making, wasn't it? Because I think B.I. for the lead track was mm-hmm. out for two years beforehand, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. It is sort of a bit of a compilation, really, of works, yeah, from mm-hmm. a long time coming. How, how long do you think the whole process was like getting that together? See, see how it came out like two two years before mm-hmm. Family Mail did, maybe even three. Really? It's, it's a long, it's a long time. <laughs> I think like and the Meathead also came out about two years beforehand. Mm-hmm. It was just like all the singles that we did and then more. Yeah. Put, put them together. Yeah. And we stuck a dog on the cover and we called it a day. <laughs> <laughs> how did um, how did you guys form them? Where, where did you all meet? College. It's in a music college, uh, West Suffolk, yeah. uh, back in our hometown of Barry's Edmonds. Um, and there was like, there was just a lot of music surrounding us at that point. Um, there was kind of a really small little music scene in Barry's Edmonds. And I guess we were just, you know, we, um, we'd go to these nights. Uh, the main one was called Washing Machine. And we'd just always, you know, that was like the social place to be. And we were seeing these great bands around us. Um, and we were playing a different band at, at the time, but then we kind of just all met and figured, figured out that we wanted to do kind of a similar thing. Yeah. You know, same kind of vision, I guess. Of like a, of a sound that we wanted to make, and then just yeah, got together and instantly started doing it, and songs just started coming out. You know? Was it always the you three from the beginning? Yeah, 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 yeah always been us. Fantastic, fantastic. We've got to ask as well because we've got quite um, but a few theories within the uh, Suck It and Spin HQ as to where the name comes from. Ah, we've uh, we've, we've had some guesses, <laughs> some a little uh, more far fetched than others. I think what was yours? What was yours, James? The Maca. Was it, I thought it was a tribute to Sticky Vision. <laughs> 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 the, 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 the support act. <laughs> 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 so, like, yeah, we, we range between wanting to tell the actual story and wanting to tell... Yeah, we can never just, like, a lot of the time, we also kind of make up our own theories, yeah. and then we just pick on the day, but are we going to tell the truth, or yeah. are we going to just... I like the idea that no one actually knows. Yeah. So I think... I think Robin, Robin started telling people that he saw Olivia Newton-John in home base buying some gaffer tape, <laughs> and that was that was that was. I told I told uh, I told an interviewer once that I had like an uncle who had a really bad accident in his garage his involving. Sandy. Yeah, my uncle Sandy. Don't know him, Sandy. Um, who had a really bad accident in his garage with gaffer tape. Yeah. Like we've just lied over the years about yeah, that it. One, that one's quite dark though. Yeah, it's quite dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I prefer the Olivia Newton yeah. John one, definitely. Yeah. In hope, spotted in home base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what they say. Let's, let's not like you know, reveal too much. Keep keep the mystique. <laughs> keep the mystique. Yeah. They say when, when you got the, the option to 
but with the truth of the legend, print the legend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't it like no one really knows where Bob Dylan is? I think it's because it's just Bob a really, Dylan, it's it's really boring story. Yeah. It's not a boring story. The original story is cool. It's just I like it. It's just the mystique. It's not cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming down, guys. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Best of luck with the show tonight. I'm sure it'll go well. And we were, uh, we're very much excited to see it. And uh, yeah, good luck. Hope Great. everything goes well. Thanks. Thanks Cheers. so much, man. So yeah, that was the uh, that was the time that we caught up with uh, Gaffer Tape Sunday a couple of weeks ago, and yes, uh, played a wonderful show. I uh, hope the guys have enjoyed the rest of the very limited tour and uh, we'll see what the future brings. In the meantime, on this month's episode, we were supposed to have a uh, a little treat for everyone. Uh, we were going to have uh, the inimitable Femme Fatale Punk Rockers Loose Articles record one of our uh, live sessions, which you may have seen uh, knocking about on social media. Sadly, they haven't been able to, uh, but we're glad, gladly going to welcome Natalie on air anyway. So how are you doing, Natalie? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Better than the other two at the moment. They're, they're both battling coronavirus. So really? To, it's, yeah, it's, that's why we couldn't do it. It's down fifty percent of the fifty uh, percent of the band. Oh yeah, no. They're, they're making a speedy recovery now. Ah. But um, yeah, just not good, is it? No, it's not. Too much it's not. Involved in Corona. <laughs> You don't. I think the uh, <laughs> Corona have thought like the amount of people that think it's actually down to Corona beer. They've had like a hundred and thirty-five million in losses since this virus uh, kicked in, <laughs> which I think is pretty. Yeah. Oh, in. So yeah, um, thanks for dialing in. Anyway, uh, what give, give us a give us a little preview? What's on the horizon for the loose articles at the minute? Because uh, we're all dying to know. <laughs> Uh, so for loose articles, um, at the moment we've got our headline show. It's been rescheduled to the 11th of September. Okay. At, um, at Yes Basement. Oh. Um, tickets are really close to selling out because right. we're doing. Four, you get a ticket in four packs. So okay. So <laughs> it's five or four tickets, um, just like a pack, um, a pack of Stella. So amazing. Yeah, it's been sold out already. So. Well, you, um, if you want to get them, get it. You, you, you heard it here first, suck it and spinners. You've uh, <laughs> got a rush to get them tickets. Um, uh, well, I've, I've seen that ticket count. <laughs> <laughs> What's what? What have you got planned in terms of writing and recording? Obviously, we're going to uh, we're going to reschedule the live session, so we will hopefully uh, be treating everyone to a couple of your tracks. But have you got any releases coming out anytime soon? Any studio time coming up? Mm. We're back in the recording studio again um, with Ding again. Um, it should be at the end of next month, but we're just going to see how it all pans out with um, with the current situation. So we might have to knock it back, but definitely yeah. before the headline show, uh, we're planning on having another EP out um, with a load of new tracks. Um, we just need to sort of get that in a few days. Um, have, have it's you all... Had- um, Sorry, go on. He does all the fall, fall stuff, Pixies. He did Cabbage's debut album. Fantastic. Um, I think he's done Lines as well at the moment. Really? But, um, and Witch Fever. Yeah, he's done Witch Fever as well. Amazing. And now um, he did our last one. Um, he did the Orchid Lounge, Orchid Lounge EP, and we're going we're gonna to record with him again because he's pretty and well sound. So Fantastic. Yeah. Literally putting the sound in Sound Engineer. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Well, like I say, we're, uh, I'm sure we're all very thrilled and excited to hear about all that. Uh, and we will definitely get you back on next month's show, hopefully, with the live session as well, depending, obviously, touch wood when we can. We might have to do the next one from self-isolation, depending on the current state of affairs. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll see that further down the line. Uh, Who have you got with you, Natalie? Um, I've got Tom with me. Tom Tom Ainsworth. Tom Ainsworth from Rhyming Idleness. She's uh, <laughs> tagging along for the ride. Short up with some whiskey. <laughs> Swan, swans in with a glass of whiskey. <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard of uh, rhyming idleness, it's uh, the Ribble Valley's most premium uh, spoken word poetry night, uh, which Tom runs. Oh, Is it the first Thursday of the month? <laughs> it's the. Second Thursday of the second, month. Second, second Thursday of the month. Yeah, at, uh, the, at the Ale House. At the Ale House in Clitheroe, uh, where you're regularly seen to be found, I believe. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can you... Well, not at the minute. Not, not at the minute. Not at the minute. Um, and also, Tom's quite a uh, prominent feature. Anyone, or anyone who's on the spoken word circuit within Manchester will probably have encountered at least... At least his presence, if not, had the privilege of a couple of his poems. I believe you've got a little poem for us tonight as well, have you, Tom? Uh, I have, yeah. Um, Tell tell us a bit about it. Uh, Well, I felt quite inspired by this whole whole situation. It's um, it's been quite good, really, not having to get out of bed and eating... uh, (laughs) Eating cold beans out the tin, I feel like a feel like a student again. Uh, uh, the whole the whole lockdown COVID nineteen um, situation we're in, um, it got me thinking about um, the way that the world is very fragile and um, how quickly it sort of spread moral panic um, okay. throughout society, really. Um, which is what I wrote a poem about. Brilliant. brilliant. Um, Can we uh, and my my what? sort of um, way of combating that, I suppose. Incredible, incredible. Can is there uh, is there any chance we can hear it? Yeah, of course. Amazing. Um, Take it away. Right. A nasty virus started spreading through China from Wuhan. The risk of a pandemic, but nobody had a plan. I had a feeling the world order would go astray, so I bought myself a B day. Within a few weeks, disease started to spread and filled the Western world with dread. When lockdown was announced in Italy, Britain started acting irrationally, but I bought myself a B-Day. Stocks quickly started running low of pasta, rice and tin tomatoes as panic spread across the nation with mass, mass cancellations of people's vacations. We were told that this was worse than SARS and Brits abroad were stuck as Benidorm closed its bars when I bought myself a B-Day. The country went into quarantine, but no one could keep their asses clean. All the bog roll had completely gone, so the, so the sales soared of the male and the sun. But I have to resort to such drastic measures, and cleanliness is my only pleasure, because I'm the proud owner of a B-Day. Cheers. <laughs> Fantastic. Woo! Uh, what, what inspired that, then? Was it just the, uh, the, the general toilet roll shortage, or...? Um, have you ever have you ever squirted water up your own arse, Toy? 
to be honest with you, that one, that's that's not something I've ever been asked on air before. And two, oh, I can it's, comp- uh, it's um it's one of life's simple pleasures, especially when they shut the shops and stuff was letting get letting us get any booze. So um, <laughs> gotta have your vices, aren't you? You do. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I mean, thank you very much, guys, for uh, for both calling in today. Uh, Thanks for having been... us. Natalie just wants to do one quick plug before you... All right, go ahead, Natalie. What have you got for us? Sorry, um, it's not a music plug, but it's an art plug, but it's kind of music, so... We're all about I'm the performing... arts as well. Yeah, so I'm performing live on Instagram Live on Saturday at 9 o'clock at night for a festival called Pussy Pandemic. It's an all-female, well, female-identifying festival. Um, it's curated by, um, you know, Self Esteem, the band? Yeah. Rebecca Taylor? Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. It's curated by her and um, I think a few other people. And, yeah, there's, like, it's a mad, mad lineup. Like, Katie Tunstall and stuff is performing really? like this. Yeah, it's fucking mental. So when's that? But That's yeah, um, Saturday... Oh, it's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but yep. I'm performing live on Saturday. And where where, um, can, where can we watch this? It's on their Instagram. Have you, um, got, the, have you got the handle? Yeah, I've got the handle. It's P underscore pandemic, but it's spelled pandemic. Pandemic. Cool. Well, we'll, with we'll, a Q and an e. we'll tweet it well, out. Look, we'll tweet it out straight after the show. Tweet out. Straight out. But Absolutely. yeah, it's, um, it can be good. And if you want to watch ping pass to classical music and get naked then nine o'clock who wouldn't want that on a saturday listen thanks for calling in guys i'm gonna have to stop you there because we've hit 8 p.m uh and i want to get in fact you can stay on the line for this one i want everyone who's listening Mm -hmm. at the minute to join us for the next 30 seconds in giving a round of applause for our nhs in this hard time so do us your best clapping guys Yeah, we did. We did. We did thirty seconds. You guys pop yourselves off. I'm gonna play our next track uh, once again. Before I do, this one goes out to all the uh, you know uh, all the staff that are absolutely caning it at the minute, helping take care of uh, take care of the world. Uh, we're gonna play one from the Orioles' new album before we talk about it. It's called Bobby's Second World.
was a real toe tapper, a Mary Poppins showstopper. Indeed, it was, Dean. It was a toe tapper. Uh, if anyone's got any requests, by the way, for Dean, the voiceover man, um, obviously we're in like social isolation at the minute, but we can get him to say anything you want. Uh, it might be in a WhatsApp message. So tweet us in, tell us what you want him to say, and uh, we'll make it happen. He does birthday messages, all sorts. You've got a bar mitzvah coming up, Rob. Uh, I've already had mine. Yeah. No, I didn't mean you, I meant in like your extended family. He does circumc- he does circumcisions as well, but he doesn't do it for pay, he does it for the tips. Is is his wits that sharp? You're having that. You're having that. He'll put he'll put lead in your pencil anyway. You uh, were supposed to say that fucking three minutes ago. <laughs> uh sorry. Uh okay, so that was the Oriels. How- they're... Fucking funny was Tom Ainsworth. Tom, yeah, big. Man, gotta say, have you have you ever had water squirting up your ass? Do you know what? I'm, it's, I'm... it's one of the best things I think I've heard anyone say. I'm pushing. I'm pushing thirty, and I've never used a bee there. Mate, I absolutely Mate. adore them. I, I, I love it, mate. I went on, a, went on two stag dudes both times on a bee day. I didn't leave the hotel. That was just a <laughs> highlight of the stag. I, I, I put myself on self-isolation in Prague. Mate, fucking bee days in the world. Yeah, mate. Oh, do you have to sing, you have to sing happy birthday it. while you're doing it as well? Yeah. It, it's, like, it's like, do you know when Pokemon evolves? And like it start off as like a Pikachu and then goes to write it. Yeah. That's basically the start of a colonoscopy. Uh, and then a B day will evolve into one of them. Amazing. Amazing. Anyway, um, moving the Rails tune, by the way, was really good. Well yeah, their album um... their album has been like they've they've shot from being like, you know, heard of, respectable, respected, decent band, and then just gone to the point where I think Guardian have it down as their album of the year so far, don't they? Well, um Mr Mr. Ben and Events supported them. Uh Penis supported them as well. Yeah. Um they're just yeah, going so from they've, going, they've going from strength to strength. Uh, so oh, fair play to um, To the listeners out there, there was a, a very, very quick story when we did go and watch um, Gaffer Tape Sandy. There was a famous person or famous people. In the oh, I won't, I, know where I won't say who they are. But um, as as uh, as some of us were schmoozing uh, them after, I was trying. I was trying to get them uh, for an interview. I was trying to get I him for an interview. Say, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it was you. I wasn't going to say it was you. But no, it was me. Um, I take yeah, full responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> managed to uh, throw his pine all over their shoes and pants. Um, <laughs> and they were most pleased about this. Still, still <laughs> give me their email address. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Anyway. Spam. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, Oreos, fantastic. I didn't spill a beer on them, so they're good in my nope. book. Uh, and, of it. course, the for any, uh, any Mancunian... Man- any citizens of Mancunia that are aware of the, a lot of the bands talking about at the minute, there's some royalty. They're on the fourth album now, um, and they just they just keep releasing banger after banger. Is mm. of course Slow Readers Club. Have you uh, have you heard yeah, much really. of those guys? Yeah, yeah, I followed Slow Readers Club for like years on Twitter without actually ever listening to them, and I've only started listening to them. And- six months yeah uh, do you know when you get those random follows on twitter where people follow you so you're like oh i want I'll some follow more followers back. i'll follow you back nice one yeah. 
Um, and then Jeez. they also delete you off, off those afterwards. Um, so, yeah, big up if you're listening. Thanks for that, Solos. At Indie Robert, if you're over to it. Um, <laughs> following back. So, <laughs> following me back. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've started listening to this stuff. Really good. Really enjoy it. I really like good. it. I but- like it. They're very uh, Interpol uh, and editors-esque. They've got that kind yes. of... If you're into your, your vintage sort of haunting indie, as I always nickname it, um, you know, like your, your darker stuff that was... like White Lies, that sort of thing. They're very much for fans of those. Um, but interestingly enough, they were supposed to be doing a ton of in-stores over the last two weeks to really push, uh, push the album. Uh, obviously, they'll get their chart position... In inside of the next twenty four hours, because uh, the I album was released last fifth, Friday, they were they were I peaking were at fifth. fifth so I, yeah. tell you what, oh, yeah. ra- rallying you all up now. If anyone wants to go out and buy, I bought the album so that I could play it on here. If anyone's out there wants Sports Law Readers Club, the album's four ninety nine on iTunes. <laughs> like that, you you couldn't even get a pint in the Northern Quarter for that if the pubs were still open. So go out and buy it because it's absolutely class. The our sportswear and lead singer before this, and he wanted me to play Zero Hour because uh, a lot of their fans have been associating the current state of affairs with that song. Almost to the point where they went, "Is is it about this?" It's like, well, you know, it, it, we didn't write it with this in mind, but it, it's it's obviously becoming more relevant than ever. <laughs> But, That'd be some turnaround, wouldn't it? Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> right, <laughs> right very, coronavirus, very, coronavirus is out on Monday. Very efficient. A coronavirus is out on Monday. Our album's out on Friday. We need to make this happen in between. Well, I got the inside track on that, and basically they can't out for a bowler, but a bowler didn't take off, so they just used all the material. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, yeah, bowler fucked them over, and they went, we'll sit on this material. For we'll wait, we'll wait for the next pandemic. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm going to be really self-indulgent here. Even though he asked us to play Zero Hour, they've got a new single out supporting the album that it is absolutely, hands down, my favourite track off the album. Um, it's yeah. called Killing Me. So I'm just going to jump straight in with that um, and, and play that one, if that's okay. I know it's a bit self-indulgent. I should play the one he asked for, but this is such a tune, and it's the it's lead single of the album. What? It's all on my head. Aaron, on if, yeah, Aaron if you're listening, I'm really sorry for not playing your request, but here's another one of your incredible tunes. Everyone, if you're listening, go and buy that bloody album. This one's called Killing Me.
that was the Slow Readers Club with Killing Me, their new single from the latest album. Uh, it's absolutely belting. Uh, what do we think, guys? You were right, Jacob. You were right. You were better. You were right to play that one. Yeah. Thank you. I was feeling really guilty about it, but it's you just should. a tune, isn't it? You should, but we, you we should. should you. Everyone loves a rebel. Everyone, Everyone. does indeed yeah. love a rebel. Yeah. Um, um, we we we're going to mention loose articles next, weren't we? Uh, yes, yes. Well, you them. don't need to say it. No, I'll I know. But... I'll, I'll just I'll just say it now. All right, um, rewind. Go on, Rob. What we talk, what we're doing next? <laughs> What's coming up next? I, I can't wait to see what we talk about now. <laughs> Big up to uh, thank you very much, Natalie, for for dialing in um, and and sharing some loose articles news. Mm-hmm. It's a shame mm-hmm. that obviously you guys can't be. Uh, can't be with us and, and we can't share that live um, but we'll be at yes don't worry mm-hmm. with La Champions we will um, La Champions <laughs> and well uh, yeah it's going to be close well, we were going to we were actually going to put on a gig in Darwin with Loose Articles headlining and also on the bill was yes. going to be uh, potentially uh, Springfield Did Elementary you tell them they were headlining headlining well, we don't really do he- we don't really do headliners. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Whoa, wind it back. I'm a famous babe. Wind it back. We don't really have. You saw Diggy Poppy was going to headline. We don't really have. We don't really have headliners. You said it was a steps reunion that they were headlining. Well, that's the thing. You can I'm book. I'm going to make you a start, kid. You, this is the thing, Macca. This is the thing, Macca. Yeah. You can book steps yeah. and then get loose articles in as a tribute act, and then you still get to keep 100 percent of the ticket revenue. Oh, Fun fact. See, that's yeah. where we fucked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just a, like, I don't just imagine it being like that shit episode of Phoenix Nights when all the acts turn up and they all dress up in karaoke and start singing like Eminem and everything. Oh, uh, what was that called? Oh, it was Fucking... the finale, weren't it? Oh, oh. Talent Trek. Talent, talent Trek, Trek, that was it. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Talent Trek. Um, yeah, big, big... Big, 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 big thank you for Natalie for uh, dialing in. Huge thank you. Uh, thank you for Tom for his incredible poetry. Um, like I say, I've never... Thank you for the B-Day comment, never... honestly. Mm. Just game, game changing. Game changing. Uh, and what have we got up next, guys? So there's a few... Uh, we've been talking about albums. Uh, we've mentioned Sky Valley Mistress. Uh, to be fair, if there's one good thing about this whole... Uh, like, epidemic thing that's going on at the minute it's the fact that we've had some quality albums released this month so i'm just going to do a recap of the ones we've covered and the ones that are worth going away and listening to them start to fit don't do it now because we've got another like 40 minutes to go but later um sky valley mistress's faithless rituals obviously the districts you know i'm not going anywhere for those of you who don't, aren't familiar with the districts, they're a, I think they're an East Coast American band. They're either like Pennsylvania or New York, somewhere around there. Uh, and they do a really good song called Fourth and Roblin, about a couple of streets in New York. Class. But they've got a new album out called You Know I'm Not Going Anywhere. They just played in Manchester a couple of weeks ago and I was gutted I couldn't go to that one. Um, so that's another recommendation. We've had the Oreos, have we not? We yeah. have, and then they played the Ritz. They played their the album Ritz. came out on my birthday. Did it? That, that's, a, to, that's a great five points to anyone who wants to uh, chat on the uh, put on the chat when my birthday is, and I will buy you a packet of custard creams if you get it right. Ooh, hang on, you cheap bastard! That's the cheapest biscuit that they do in Morrison. You could no, at least go no, for a I caramel got... digestive. 
I've got a custard cream guy. The guys, the things that I... Do, I've got a custard like. cream guy. <laughs> is, he, is he Albanian? <laughs> Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. <laughs> Twenty minutes. We're all black. Meet me in the car park. Speaking speaking of which, I'll be I'll be off in twenty minutes, lads. Um, it was yeah. it was two minutes five minutes ago. Um, so we've also got uh, obviously the Oriel's album that was fantastic. Slow Readers Club, and there is of course another album that's uh, on its way out. So I might have just go out. Uh, uh, Morrissey. Has recently uh, had an album out. Oh, and he's a dead course, happy guy who eats burgers. Well, yeah, this is this is the thing, fellas. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we've had the news that sadly Morrissey has not yet contracted coronavirus. Okay. So, you know, it's touch and go at the minute, but hopefully, fingers crossed, um, mm. if we can get enough people to go to his house, it might happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, who who actually. Was was that it? Was that your Morrissey gag? That was my Morrissey gag. You, Are you kidding? You've been that up for fucking days. Oh. <laughs> Once again, thanks, <laughs> showing up, thanks for showing me up on air. Uh, moving on from Morrissey. By the way, Rolf Harris, thank you very much. 28th of Feb. Uh, yeah, Rolf Harris has got a packet of custard creams coming his way. You got a packet. You got a packet of my guy's custard creams coming your way. Sent to strange ways. Oh, he's just. Said that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just said. He just commented that. He's commenting <laughs> sent strange ways. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, what do you reckon social isolation's doing to people in prisons? How do you think it's affecting their day to day? Do you can any of them listening to the podcast? I imagine it's very much the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're definitely not listening to the podcast, are they? No. No, no okay. they're fucking... No, I'm yeah. not going to go there. Oh, we're going to move on. We're going <laughs> to move on from that. Stay away from that one, <laughs> <laughs> Uh We're going to move on from that one. Next up on the show, uh, we've got the new a new single from one of Manchester's finest bands. Uh, they go Ooh. by the name of Cabbage. We like cabbage. Oh, cabbage. Cabbage. The very same. Yeah, I love cabbage. You can do it all sorts of ways. I love sweetheart cabbage. I love normal cabbage. I the like to avoid de- cabbage. Devil's cabbage. Smoke it. The devil's know. lettuce. Devil's oh, lettuce. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, seriously, yeah. though, cabbage, fantastic band. Uh, I had the pleasure of. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had uh, I had the pleasure of stage lodging them at um, Confessional Festival. They played an absolutely mega set. It was insane. Like Joe was. Did what? Did you did surfing. you announce them at the festival? I didn't announce. Did them. you announce them? Yeah. I announced them. And I, I I was stage managing. Oh right, okay. And was that basically I basically carried the ramps, Macker. If you want to make me feel, if you want to belittle oh, me, no, I carried the ramps. Uh, but no, we, we stage managed them when they play confessional. They were absolutely fantastic. Uh, and then so many times from there, we've yeah. um, they supported Milburn, uh, funnily hey. enough, at their homecoming gig. Great gig, great gig that was. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Mil- uh, cabbage, rather than the makers of Milburn, um, they did uh, night and day. That little fundraiser at night and day was amazing. Uh, they did the uh, social. I went to the Socialist Sunday that they did at the Ritz for uh, when when the uh, when Ben Taylor put on the big Labour gig there. I went down to that and caught them there. They were amazing there as well. 
Mm. Very good band. Very they're good just, band. Yeah, they just, are. very good. Just yesterday, this is how hot this is, uh, dropped their new single. Um, I'll let you draw the comparisons, guys, because I know there's a few that I, I certainly like in there, but they're all compliments. Uh, this one's by Cabbage, and it's called You Made an Art Form Out From Falling to Pieces. was the new single by Cabbage uh, and we've got a little treat for everyone tonight. Uh, we've got lead singer Jaw uh, is dialed in to have a little chat with us. How's it going, Jaw? Hello, a little treat. A big treat, a huge treat. <laughs> a big tall treat. <laughs> yeah, very good, thanks. How are you, fellas? Uh, surviving. Yeah, we're... Yeah, good. We're all right, we're all right. Jolly good. 
So, uh, we, we wanted to get you on, really. Just We've just played your new single out yesterday. Uh, you made an art form from Falling to Pieces. Uh, we're obviously big fans, hence the, hence the reason for the call. Uh, we're just wondering if we could get a little bit more of an insight as to what the song's about, what, what, you, what, what your thought process was during the writing phases, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, the title itself comes from the... Um, Love and adoration of classic Coronation Street. Um, this, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, it's quite sad, but I'm pretty obsessed with uh, classic Curry. Um, well, there's a number of themes touched upon within the lyrics, but the, the actual title itself came from that. I mean, Coronation Street used to be broadcasted twice a week, I believe, and since, well, recently they've been showing the, the classic ones twice a day. So in a short space of time, I've watched a decade's worth of classic curry and some of the writing, you know, like the northern kitchen sink humour is just fantastic. It's always very funny. It's always juxtaposed serious issues, you know, within families and societies, but then spliced it with a big dollop of northern humour as well, which is <laughs> what Cabbage have always tried to do with their lyrics. So, the, uh, What's your favourite decade of curry? Well, the 80s were very strong. Um, it's got, they, they've touched upon kind of more darker issues like gambling addiction in the 90s. So, you know, so it's going down that route a bit. It's not quite as lighthearted as it used to be. But, no, it's but, not, yeah. is it? Um, uh, also, the, you know, there's other themes in the song like uh, mental health within young males, which is obviously as a young male, I feel it was something... It's a subject close to our hearts and something we wanted to talk about as well. There was, um, very unfortunately, um, there's a young lad from Mosley who took his own life um, last year called Liam Smith. Uh, we did a fundraising gig for the family and whatnot. It was a very, very sad time. Um, and, you know, but afterwards we kind of thought we'll raise a, as much awareness for mental health and suicide within young males as, as possible, really. So, naturally, the, the lyrics do touch on that also. Um, and and then there's an, a line about breaking up with someone. I'll just get my little violin out. Um, so, yeah, love and heartbreak is a subject that Cabbage has never written about. So, yeah, I threw that in there as well. So, Amazing. Yeah. That's a bunch out, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Very much a smorgasbord of, uh, of of not only pop culture but also you know quite emotive interest there. So uh, yeah, really really good for the insight. What what's what what tends to be your writing process with Cabbage? How do you guys take something you know lyric? Because I'm guessing that song was built around the lyrics before the music or oh no, the music always comes first. Okay, um, we're pretty much all songwriters. Um, you know now now we've got Paddy Neville in the band as well who's also in Yellow Brain. You know, he's been uh, really instrumental and creative within this album that's coming out in September, and uh, that's been most welcome, really. It's kind of added a new um, a new, yeah, dollop of inspiration and a new kind of, yeah. Oh. Yellow, yellow Brain. So, yeah. New blood, fresh blood, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, he's really kind of shaking it up a bit, and which is what we needed, because I think you know, it's it's healthy for bands to have a change around and introduce some new ideas and get a fresh base in there. It's, it's really what we need is. So. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. With, without further ado, 
Uh, thanks, Joe, for uh, bobbing on the show. Uh, we're going to jump into another track now. This one's from the Lounge Society. It's Rob's recommendation. It's called The Generation Game. <laughs> There's a generation staring Down the barrel of a gun And you won't ever find them On the cover of the sun So he is keeping his mind's eye shut Cause that money hungry feeling is stirring in his guts But it's okay cause it's not on the news or on the front of the Daily Mail We don't hear about it in our happy happy house Who cares anyway as long as we're okay It's a little bit tense, isn't it? We're ringed with razor wires and watchtowers Under the camera of the government and spies in our phones It's slightly reminiscent of the 30s, isn't it? What will the US do? What will the US do? That we haven't earned 
to shit and it was all my fault right what's happened what happened uh the stream fell apart you are live on air by the way now guys so i'll yeah, give you yeah. I thought, i'll I give you the full gone. i'll give you the full breakdown of why it fucked up later on if that's okay uh long story short there was a bit of technical difficulty that involved in the uh acquisition of the old electricity uh it can be quite hard for um you know young, struggling radio entrepreneurs to really, really get their message out live? So basically, what we're saying is we can edit this in post-production, yeah? I reckon we leave it in. <laughs> uh, what did you think What did you think of what you heard of Lounge Society? <laughs> Honestly, that intro, Jesus Christ, I could listen to that till the well, stream You could stop. listen to it three times, <laughs> like you did. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, it was absolutely fun. Fucking dabby dozy. I think Lounge Society are, are going places. They're going to blow up quite soon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, big up to them. Apologies that it didn't work. Mm. Um, if we can do it in post-edit, I think we'll, we'll replay it. Cause... We'll do, we'll do. We'll, mm. we'll, yeah. get, we'll get a touch-up version of this. It'll, we'll, we'll touch it up like, uh, like one of our listeners earlier on is known for doing. What, uh, what are you... What? Oh, so far, so far, so far. Oh, I was... <laughs> okay, Bill. Come on. There was definitely an half-decent gag in there. You're talking about Alexis. Oh, a little bit. Glang, <laughs> pick that up. Glang, pick that up. Uh, right. So, is this embedded... Is this embedded... Um, this is embedded to the website. Thing? It's now live. You can tune in. Um, we're back. We're back. Um, I mean, always leave and wanting less. I'm That's literally, I'm literally, li- I'm, yeah, I've just got, I've just got, cool. All right, yeah. so sorry about the technical difficulties. Don't know how much time we've got left because my battery on my phone's going dead, and that's the thing that seems well, to be powering got, all this. We've, we've got four minutes, but I mean, 
we didn't really do the last 15. We, we? we can overrun. We can overrun. It's not like people have places to be, Robert. No. And I mean, so, I, feel like, I feel like we're going to be... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep going as long as this battery lasts. So um, <laughs> it goes all night long, baby. Oh, no. I'm like a fucking Duracell when I get going, me. Uh, without oh, further ado, <laughs> it is time. In fact, I'm gonna let Dean do it. And now for shy tunes, like normal tunes, but shite. Yes, that's right. It's one of our favourite times of the episode. It's that time where we pick apart, pillage, and otherwise plunder the state of the music charts. Who is with me, guys? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Brilliant. 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 Maka, tell us a bit about what you've got for us today. Jesus, titty fucking Christ. Okay, so I... (laughs) Um, I, I kind of I, I did a bit of research onto this because uh, that is my life um, and I had a look into like some bands and one, one thing I was going to do was look for like Corona based uh, songs that people have been making off the back of the coronavirus and they've all been like about washing your hands and stuff like that and there's been some good songs uh, and the problem is with that is they had a positive message about washing your hands even though some of the songs were terrible so and then I stumbled upon this track by a guy called Roddy Rich, um, and the song is called Balling. Now, rap in general does get a bad rap, pardon the pun. Um, a lot of the times it gets a bad rap for being uh, quite shallow with the lyrics and not really talking about anything like that. Um, this is definitely Exhibit A, because this is a song about being rich and sending Not, not just friend. Exhibit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just very much a song about I'm rich, look at me, um, which like, I don't know. It just does not ring true to me, but I've listened to it anyway. See what you think. But the use of auto-tune and all that kind of stuff is just, yeah, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Is it a classic um a classic Shy Tunes track, man. No, I don't think it is. That's the problem. Like, the last one we had, which is oh, sampled God. the Macarena, was brilliant. Like, at least that didn't redeem it. it. This I is just... I, I, yeah, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Anyway, I'm going to play it now. This one <laughs> yeah, is... Yeah, play it. I'm new forges on the G. I tap into the bloody bottoms is underneath. Because I might got it out the streets. I keep a hundred racks inside my G. I remember hitting them all with a whole team. Cause I'm balling I was waking up getting racks in the morning I was broke, now I'm rich, deep, salty All this designer on my body got me drip, drip and Straight up by the objects, I'm a big trip If I got up on a I'm a sip, sip I run the racks up with my queen, like learning to nip But I got rich on all these, I didn't forget back I had to go through the struggle, I didn't forget that I hopped inside of the Maybach and now I can sit back Deep, know me now, cause I got them big racks Cause I'm getting money now, I know you heard that Young I had to serve all in front of me some so, peas, had to that get was Shy Tunes, Mustard's Ball In. What did we think of that, guys? It's just, um, it's, where do you start with, with the shallowness of it? I think one of the best things was like, I did try and like, research this song a little bit because I just don't know what the fuck he's on about. And there's a bit, there's a video on YouTube where he breaks down the song and like, it's well funny because it shows the lyrics and then he'll talk about it and there's a bit where basically he goes he goes I sent my 
to the mall because I don't go to the mall anymore. And he's like, and he goes, I don't, and then he just cut to him and he goes, I don't go to the mall anymore. I send my boys down and they see stuff I like and they buy it for me. And I was like, all right, cool, man. I wish I had someone who went to the mall for me. Yeah, this is the thing. It just reminded me back of like flashbacks when my mum used to send me to the shop for dog food. It's like so my mum was basically really rich. <laughs> uh, Do you know there's a there's an, art, a dog. there's an artist called uh, Captain Hot Knives, and I don't know if you've ever uh, if you've ever heard of him. He's actually class, and he went through a similar predicament. Basically, he's got a track called "I Skank Me Nana." Tommy was on the show earlier, actually introduced me to him. He took me to see him at Glastonbury. And the idea yeah. of the lyrics is, I skanked me nana, because basically his nana gave him 20 quid to go for the shop for him. Yeah. He, he came back with an eighth of Rocky. Which is essentially what Roddy Rich did. Yeah, except he sent his boys to the mall. I think that might have been a euphemism. Yes, no, no, he's definitely just to the mall. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what, what would would you, would you play it, it again? Uh, no, I think like to be honest, there's not an awful lot with this because uh, some of the comments on it are just ridiculous anyway. So I was I discovered for YouTube comments, and there's not really that many good ones on this, if I'm being honest. But uh, it just it just lets you know about the level of fan. There's one thing like I'm like Rob. Obviously, you weren't a massive fan of that track, but it's just what like this. You, I could, I could hear your teeth gritting. Uh, but this is, there's one comment that says, "Who else didn't even read the lyrics and just listen to the song?" And it, I, I, I kind of, I kind of listened to it and think that's probably for the best. Um, yeah, uh, it's basically his shopping list at the mall. Um, and, that, uh, uh, and then there's another one who's like, "Not gonna lie, this this song is kind of fire emoji," and that's coming from a lyrical rap fan. So I don't know what he means by that. Of all the lyrical rap that he yeah. listens to on the reg. Yeah. Fucking Wyclef John who left that. Uh, it was it was actually someone called it was actually someone called the real Slim Jimmy. <laughs> he had a he had a bar in the Northern Quarter, didn't he? Yeah, uh, the real. I, I think it might actually be you, Coid, because the way they've spelt it, they've really they've changed all the vowels to. Uh, uh, don't say that. That's our bloody password, you dickhead. <laughs> If we get hacked next week, like... Well, good job you didn't announce that that's what the password's <laughs> Bloody good job. I'm glad, I, yeah. I'm, glad I, I'm glad my microphone was muted right there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway that, that, that was it for... Uh, that was it for Shy Tunes? Yeah, there's... Not, yeah, um, Roddy Rich... And there's a final one uh, on, posted on. by Future Hype. And uh, this was posted two months ago. Um obviously didn't see the current events and how they shaped up. It said, Roddy Rich is about to take over this year. No, well, no, no. If there's anything... He might get derailed a little bit. He might get upstaged yeah. at one point if that was his business yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it seems like God's done everything in his power to stop that. Well, you know what uh, that is? You know what that is? Aye, Maka, you know what that is? That was well, that's got, it. That, he started that, that, the Australian bushfires, no. then this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. There's one person who put the cuss on Roddy Rich, and that was yeah. Drake, because he brought in God's plan. So, yeah, that was shite tunes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to take that one off for ages. Uh, yeah. oh. um, no, no, I'm with you. Yeah, we'll move it's on. It's just... Move on. <laughs> 
I'm it's, sorry, baby. Anyway, it's, ju it's just not cricket. It's just not cricket. That's, <laughs> that's This is about all we've got time for. Um, <laughs> the last song is going to be quite respective of one at my sense of humour. I don't know about yours, but uh, I always yeah. feel I, I feel very uh, empathic towards the writer of these songs. Every time I tell a joke, you'll probably get why. Uh, but also, the streets are quiet at the minute. Everyone's dead. Everyone's inside. Yeah, Not dead. I mean, like, everything's new, dead. New, new material in ages, aren't they? Not, yeah. <laughs> they've yet to release some new material. But they've been playing off this album for the, for the most of their career. Uh, it's time for our Suck It and Spin vintage track. Uh, Dean, what do you think about the specials? I fully endorse this band and or artist. Great. Thanks, uh, we're going to play Dean. them. Cheers, Dean. Thanks for the input. I'm uh, really happy because I got to pick this track this week. Yeah, you did. Well, you I didn't, I didn't the get to. Track. I suggested a track and it got uh, my my opinions got noted. Yeah, for once. It's because you turned yeah. up to the gig as well. Yeah, exactly. That's when we make all the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, uh, it's, uh, it's good night from me. It's good night from Robert Macca. Really do apologise about the technical difficulties. Uh, I'm going to go back to the drawing board in how I process these streams and make sure that we can do two hours without my battery dying next time. Uh, in, in the meantime, go on, Maka. Yeah, I was just going to say, everyone stay safe, wash your hands, check up on people. Well, you don't, don't, have, you don't, don't have be to a wash, dick in the shop. You don't, have to, wash, the you don't have to wash your hands if you're like, <laughs> staying at home. Don't hold time. your dick in the shop either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't hold your... Don't hold your dick in the shop. I think that's just a general guideline don't, for life. Whatever yeah. you do, don't wash your dick in Tesco's because it's only <laughs> going to end badly. Do it in Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> Not in White City, though. I, I was going to say this about Tom's poem, right? You know, he said he bought a B-Day because yeah. of COVID. Definitely got that in the middle aisle of Aldi. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> thing left. You know what I mean? Bog roll's gone, pasta's gone, but there's a B day next to you know yeah. if you if you've got to the chainsaws, it's too far, but if you get yeah. to the car mats, you're not well, quite there. If you'd let that Roddy Rich song play on, there's actually a lyric where he went, I sent my boys to Aldi, told them to pick me up a B day. They got uh, me they got me some gardening gloves and a kneeling mat. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they, they got me a plug-in Bluetooth radio adapter for my car stereo, and they yeah. also got me a sat-nav from Wuhan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wuhan clan. I, know, I, I plugged it into the computer, and it gave me a virus. Yeah. Wuhan clan. <laughs> right, without further ado, that's enough from us jokers. This one's a specials. It describes the streets of our fair country at the minute. It's called God's Town. Thank you, Thank you and good night Cheers, from guys. us at yeah. Suck It and Spin. Play.